the Indiana Lady Hoosiers just got the biggest win of the year. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in. It is the Locked on Hoosiers podcast. I'm your man, Jacob Goins. I appreciate you being here, making this your first listen each and every day. We are a part of the Locked on Podcast Network, which is your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today and you'll get $150 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked on to get started. Indiana Lady Hoosiers making up for what the men can't do. Big time win over number four, Iowa. The biggest win of the year so far, 86 to 69. And yes, we are leading off the show talking about the Lady Hoosiers. And uh, get used to that because, look, they're balling out. And we've talked about them this year. We've covered them this year. But it's really time to to flip over and cover this team even more because they're playing well. They get a huge win last night over Iowa, 86-69. to We're going to break it all down for you on the show today. We'll also talk about the men as they travel to Penn State and look at the latest bracketologies, more importantly for the women because, hey, they're actually in it. So, hey, I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for being a part of Locked on Hoosiers. And every dayers, you're the reason that we do this. And hey, just want to update you, we are now over 1,800 subscribers. Yes, we are pushing towards 1,900 now as we are 1,827 as of right now. So if you're on YouTube, like the video, subscribe to the channel. It is free, takes one tap, and it helps us out a lot. If you're on the audio versions, thank you so much as well. I appreciate you all being a part of Locked on Hoosiers. Indiana defeats number four, Iowa 86-69, the 14th-ranked Hoosiers get it done in dominant fashion. And look, this was one of the most anticipated games of the year in women's basketball. It's the rematch of a game that we didn't really want to talk about a whole much because, look, we didn't play well that first time when we went to Iowa. They had their way with us in Iowa. But like we always say, wait till they come back here. Wait till they come back and play us in Bloomington. And that's exactly what we got. We got the 86-69 to win. Look, this was a great game out of the gate. Back and forth, 23-22 out of the first quarter. You're thinking, all right, here we go. This is going to be a four-quarter battle is what we're thinking here. And then the the second quarter was really when Indiana kind of we, we separated ourselves a little bit, outscored them by 10 in that second quarter, used a couple of little runs in there, really frustrated Iowa offensively, and most importantly, you frustrated Caitlin Clark, who, look, Caitlin Clark's a baller, man. She is a such a good player. They literally are debating whether she could play in the NBA or not. Like, come on, dude. She is that good. She's that good. And when you play a player like her, you have to get them off their game. You have to get them uncomfortable because if you don't, she'll burn you and she'll dominate you every single night. And guess what? Indiana didn't let her do that this time. They did the first time we played them, but they did not do that last night. And the second half was one of those where, 
Nothing was going for her for Caitlin Clark. A lot of shots were going in and out. Very frustrated on the road. Hostile crowd. That place was bumping last night inside of Bloomington and there at Assembly Hall. So credit to the Hoosier faithful. But Indiana just played solid lockdown defense. They stayed with Caitlin Clark. They stayed with anybody. And basically they said, hey, we're going to make somebody else beat us. And Iowa wasn't able to do it. And even after all that, look, Caitlin Clark still got hers, right? She's still got hers. She got 24 freaking points, man. Now, she did not shoot the ball very well. And if you don't watch very much Iowa women's basketball, she shoots it a lot. And she did again last night. 26 shots for Caitlin Clark. It's pretty crazy. Three of 16 from downtown, man. Those are those are Steph Curry-esque numbers. They had Martin, who had 19, who kind of helped him out. But if you can hold that Iowa team to under 70 points, you're doing something right. And I know we're talking women's basketball. They don't typically score as much. But that's an Iowa team that's good to drop 80 or 90 every single night. And then what was really impressive was the Lady Hoosiers having three dominant performances from their main girls. You had Scalia, who actually led everybody with 25 points, knocked down three three three-pointers, seven of 14 from the floor, and this is something she does so well, gets to the free-throw line, and hey, knocks them down. Eight of eight from the free-throw line, had four assists as well, four rebounds. She was all over the stat sheet last night. Mackenzie Holmes still does her thing, efficient, as always, 11 of 16 from the floor, had a couple of tough finishes last night and was just the anchor in a good way for this team. Threatened a double-double with, with 24 points and nine rebounds. Also had four blocks. So, I mean, shoot, she was on her way to a triple-double thanks to what her defensive efforts showed. And then Garzan had 15, knocking down three of five from downtown. Man, if Indiana, if, if this Lady Hoosiers team is going to play like that, they've got a chance to win a national championship. And that's really exciting because they're talented, they're well-coached, they're disciplined, they play really good lockdown defense, and they have the potential to go on this 86-point scoring run over a, a basketball game. They do. They have that in them to do that. Now, we have not seen it all, re- all year long, right? We've seen games like the last time we played Iowa where you only score 57 points. And yeah, you're you're going to lose more times than not. But look at some of the scoring totals we've had recently. 94, 95, 68 against Wisconsin wasn't great, but you still won the game. 66 against Illinois when you lost. So yeah, it's almost like this Indiana team's better when they score points. Isn't that kind of crazy? And then 86 against Iowa. This is the win of the year. By far, easily, hands down, the win of the year for this Lady Hoosiers team. And I'm not saying that they needed a big resume-building win. They have the win over Tennessee way back in the beginning. But the two chances they've had in Big Ten play, they were unable to take advantage, right? They lost to Iowa and Ohio State. But you get that win. You get the win you needed to show the committee, to show the world, hey, yeah, we're still Indiana. We're still here and hanging around. And now you look at the Big Ten standings, that's where I think this win was even bigger for this Lady Hoosiers team. Now you overtake Iowa as the two seed in the Big Ten standings right now. You're still a game and a half behind Ohio State with just two games left. You're probably not going to catch them. I mean, it's just not going to happen. But you are 
hopefully going to remain. You're a game, you're half a game up on Iowa right now. Stick there. You're the two seed in the Big Ten tournament. You're going to be in the double bye. You're going to be in a good spot. But this was a much needed win for this Indiana team. And most of all, I think it's a confidence booster. Hey, we can beat a good team. We are Indiana, and we're one of the top teams in the Big Ten, and we're one of the top teams in the entire country. Well, coming up on Locked on Hoosiers, we'll flip over to the men's side of things as they travel to Penn State. What's going to happen? What did the men have to do to try and get some sort of momentum here coming down the stretch? That's coming up on Locked on Hoosiers. Today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers is brought to you by Ibotta. Look, grocery bills are so expensive these days, but now they don't have to be. Start getting cash back on your grocery shopping with the free Ibotta app and get cash back every time you shop. Do you love making money, but also love spending money? Don't we all? Now you, I know I do. Now, now you can make money while you spend it every time you shop with Ibotta. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. So you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and much more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play and download the free Ibotta app and start earning cash back and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. That's I-B-O. TTA in the Google Player App Store and use the code Locked On College. Welcome back into Locked On Hoosiers. Appreciate you being here, making this your first listen each and every day. Let's go over to the men's side as Indiana and head coach Mike Woodson back out on the road this weekend. They take on the Penn State Nittany Lions, one of the worst teams in the Big Ten. But that hasn't proven to be a whole lot. Standings-wise, they're one of the worst. Um, they're in the bottom, but guess what? They're actually above us in the Big Ten standings. So, you know, that's not cool. Penn State's 7-9 and nine on the year, 13-14 and 14 overall. And we remember what happened the last time we played these guys. It did not go our way. It did not go our way at all. We let them come to our house and beat us 85-71. to 71. You start looking around. ESPN's matchup predictor has us losing 68% of the time, right? They've got Purdue, or uh, excuse me, Penn State favored at home on Saturday. It'll be an early afternoon game on the Big Ten Network. And you know, it's really hard to start judging this team down the stretch because I just don't know what we're going to get. And I begged the other day to go out and find something to play for. Find something to motivate yourself in this last couple of games of the season. Because, look, your postseason is not going to be very long. It's not going to be very deep. Um, you're going to make the Big Ten tournament. Woohoo! Everybody does. But you're not going to make the NCAA tournament, and there's a good chance you don't even make the NIT tournament. And so 
I was asking guys to go into these games and play for Indiana, play for themselves, be selfish if you have to, but man, just show a little effort, show a little something in this game and try to get revenge, try to at least even up the series against Penn State this year and try to remind people who you are that you're Indiana. And I just don't know if we're going to get it. Look, here's what happened the last time these two teams played. When when Penn State came here, they couldn't miss a shot. I mean, they were on fire. They were lighting it up, put 85 points on the board. I haven't looked at it, but I would be willing to bet that's one of their highest scoring totals of the season. And they just couldn't miss, man. They shot like 60% from the floor. Let's see, yeah, 57% from the floor, 55% from downtown, making 12 of 22 threes. And Indiana just couldn't do anything to stop it. And we've seen that so many times this year where when a team starts getting hot, Indiana has, we we have no answers. We have no answers. We can't stop the three. We can't stop the bleeding. We can't respond with a three of our own. And that's a big problem. And so here's what concerns me in this game. If Penn State was able to shoot like that on the road and beat us by, what, 14 points, why aren't they going to be able to do it at home? And, oh, just in case you didn't know, just in case you didn't see it, they're coming off an upset win over a top 15 team in Illinois at home where they just rushed the floor after getting a top 15 win in the country. So, look, I don't think Penn State's worried about Indiana. I don't think they're worried about us at all. They just beat Illinois. They've beaten us before. They're building a little confidence. Coming off a three-game losing streak, they beat Illinois. And they're looking at the back end of their schedule thinking, wow, we've got some opportunities here. And in that Illinois game, it was the same guys. It's the same ones that went off and had a great game. They put up 90 points on that Illinois team. You get 22 points from Kern Jr. You get 13 and 13 from Hicks and and. You also get 10 points from Baldwin, and then you get 11 points from Brown off the bench. Man, they had five guys doing double digits, four of them being starters, and they had even more than that get on the scoring column. How many is that? They had 10 guys, I believe, maybe nine, that got in the scoring column to help them get to 90 points. That's strong. That's really strong. Indiana cannot compete with that type of depth if Penn State is able to play like that again tomorrow. And look, We've just got to go in and play our game. Indiana, we're a bigger team. We have the bigger size, but we have not taken advantage of that all year long. We have not done anything to take advantage of that this year. We've got a seven-footer down there, and we don't use him like we should. We've got Malik Renu, who's damn near seven-foot, and we don't use him like we should either. And that's an issue for me. That's a big, big problem. And so while I've been begging for... Indiana and this men's team to go in and find something to play for, find a motivating factor for the players. How about the coaching staff? How about Mike Woodson? What's he thinking right now? Right? What is his motivation throughout the rest of this season? Is he checked out? Is he done? Is he just moving on to next year? Or is he going to try and stick it out and fight it out in the end of this year? Because look, I promise he hears us. He hears us. Okay. He hears the noise. He heard the booze the other night, and he's got to make some changes, has to make changes. But does that come next year, or does he try to implement things right now? I don't know. 
I don't know. And I think that's what's going to be really telling down the stretch. And I'd be willing to bet. All right. And this is kind of just a, a prediction here by me. I'd be willing to bet that the way that we finish this season is a maybe an indirect reflection of what we're going to see next year. Because I think if this team shows some heart, they show some fight, they improve somehow, some way. I know they haven't done that literally all year long. But if they do somehow, and Mike Woodson actually makes a couple of changes, maybe we change the rotation up. I don't know. Something to give us a little hope moving into next year. If we get that, I think we'll be okay. But if we continue to play these last four and five games like we have the rest of this season, we're in trouble. We're in trouble, and I think that's when you really have to start calling for Mike Woodson's job. I believe that because it obviously is not working. It's not. The system is broken. It's broken, and we've got to find a way to change that, fix that, or just move on. And so you look at this type of a game, Indiana on the road at Penn State, Isn't it crazy? And I know there's some people that like this conversation and some people that don't. But it really is crazy that we've gotten to the point in our Indiana basketball fandom that we are, I mean, we've, a lot of us have accepted the fact that there's a good chance we lose this game tomorrow on the road at Penn State. Of all teams, we're worried about Penn State. Oh, it's, it's, it's sad, man. It's sad to see, but it's where we are. That's reality. It's reality that we're just not where we used to be right now. And we're not anywhere where we need to be. Look, I have no confidence in us going on the road to beat Penn State. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. I, I, I'm an Indiana guy, Indiana podcast, but I tell you like it is. And I have zero confidence that we go on the road and beat this Penn State team because I think they've got a chance to get hot. They're feeling good. They're coming off the upset win over Illinois. They've beaten us once. They can do it again. And to be honest with you, I think they do. Coming up on Locked on Hoosiers' final segment, we'll take a look at bracketologies for the men and the women. Men's side, we'll look at the Big Ten, how many teams are represented out of our conference. And we'll also take a look at the women's side of things as well and look at where the Lady Hoosiers stack up coming off their win over Iowa. That's all coming up here on Locked on Hoosiers. Today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers is brought to you by FanDuel. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. You can put 5 bucks on the Hoosiers to beat Penn State. You can put 5 bucks on Penn State to beat the Hoosiers. Or get in on the NBA action, man. They're back in action and back in town after, after the uh, NBA All-Star break. So, Look, whatever you're confident in, literally take five bucks on FanDuel. Look, sign up, put five bucks down on anything you think is going to win. And when it does, they're going to give you 150 bucks. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Welcome back into Locked on Hoosiers. Final segment here on this Friday edition of the show. Hope you all have a great day. Hope you all have a great weekend as well. And we look at the latest bracketologies. And let's look at them inside first. We'll tell you what the Big Ten representation is. And, you know, it's been it's been a little 
out of whack, I guess, because Joe Lenardi has not been fully updating his his bracketologies on the sites and stuff. He sends out those tweets every day where he gives out, you know, the top 14 seed or top 16 seeds and and stuff like that. And you start looking at that. And this was as of last night before the games, but you had some big upsets, man. Arizona lost last night, right? Weird game on a Thursday, but yeah, Arizona, who was the second overall seed or the fourth overall seed lost last night um, and got beat. So keep that in mind. But as of yesterday, the Big Ten had six teams in the Big Ten or in the in the NCAA tournament. And you know, it, it's it's tough because the Big Ten has some really good teams, has some of the best teams. It's got Purdue, it's got Wisconsin, it's got Illinois. But when teams like us, when teams like Michigan State, Michigan, Ohio State, when those teams aren't good, this conference really struggles. And Sure, you've got the guys like the Northwesterns of the world and, and and people like that, but it's just really tough to to have the Big Ten represented as much as we used to are used to seeing it. Because look at the top ten or the top sixteen seeds. Purdue is in there, and Illinois is in there, and that's it. That's all we've got in the top seeds. You look at the the bubble. Nebraska's on the bubble. Northwestern's on the bubble. Two teams that. We have played recently and have given wins to recently, so that's nice. We help them out, make sure they stay on the bubble and try to make contention for for the NCAA tournament. But, yeah, six out of the Big Ten, I think that's probably about accurate. If I had to guess, just with the way Nebraska and Northwestern are playing, I would think that they probably get into the tournament, especially if they can win a game or two in the Big Ten tournament, which that's going to be completely up for grabs. I think that's going to be a lot of fun because there is so much parity and, and uncertainty in this conference. I think the, the Big Ten tournament is going to be a lot of fun. So, again, of course, we're nowhere near it, but wanted to give you an update on the uh, on the – on the men's side of things, on the women's side of things, this is where we really get interested because the women, Indiana women, are in the bracket, latest bracketology. And this is not updated as of last night's win, so keep that in mind. But you look at where Indiana fell before that big game, and I think that win was good enough to get us an- another seed line because we had dropped down to five, in case you didn't know. The Indiana Lady Hooters had dropped down to a five seed. I think that's ridiculous. I think that's just out of... I mean, it's just not right, in my opinion. But again, I think it does come back to not having that quality win, that resume-building win. Well, we've got it now after beating Iowa. We're a five seed. I think that bumps us up to a four. I think we're good enough to be a three. I, I really do. And I think what can help that is if we win the rest of our games, which we should. It's not, it's not hard down the stretch. And let's go win the Big Ten tournament. Huh? Let's go win the Big Ten tournament, become Big Ten champs. I think that would solidify us as a three seed. The Big Ten right now getting eight teams in on the women's side, which is really, really impressive. Nine out of the ACC, nine out of the SEC, eight out of the Big Ten, six in the Pac-12, six out of the Big 12, three in the Big East, and two in the horizon. And you look at a couple of bubble teams out of the Big Ten, Penn State, Michigan, last four buys. Maryland on the last four in, right? So you've still got teams fighting their way in 
from the Big Ten. But I just, I don't know. I just think Indiana's better than a five seed. And I'll be honest, I don't want to be a five seed. I don't want to be a five seed. Absolutely not, because you have to play that 12 seed. And then if you win that, you more than likely have to play a four seed. And I just don't like that. I think it's tough. I think it's not fair to us. I think we're a better team than that. I think we're a better team than a five seed. So I think the win over Iowa gets us higher than that. I think we finish out the regular season, and then hopefully we make a run in the Big Ten tournament. And I think we deserve to be a three seed, but I would be okay not really with a four seed. I would much rather be that three and try to play a 14 seed and then play either the six or the 11. Well, that's going to do it on today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers. Again, I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for making this your first listen each and every day. Look, have a great weekend. We will be back on Monday. I'm out of town this weekend, so unfortunately no immediate reaction episode for um, the for the Indiana-Penn State men's game, but we will be back. You'll have an episode coming out on Monday, audio, video, wherever you get your podcast. Hey, like the video, subscribe on YouTube, turn on notifications wherever you get your podcast. Have a great weekend, and when we come back on Monday, we'll have all of that breaking down for you here on the show. So have a great weekend. Until next time, Hoosier fans, stay safe, and I'll talk to you later.